0: Attention, please. Places for top of show. Places for top of show. Hello, and welcome to Twins Talk Theater. We are Cindy and Stacy, and we're talking about theater, backstage life, and all the excitement that the audience doesn't get to see. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. Today, we are interviewing Joel Slider, who is the conservatory co-director at Palace Verde's Performing Arts. Uh, we interviewed Kim Wood a couple, well, quite a few podcasts ago now. So Kim and Joel work together very closely at the conservatory, planning the shows, producing shows, designing classes, teaching classes, choreographing, uh, running the whole conservatory. Uh, Joel, you are big in the choreography, you're a dancer and all that. How did you get into dancing?
1: Yes, I was classically trained. Um, I actually, growing up as a kid, I never took a, an actual dance class. Um, I was in a, a couple different musicals and I grew up singing in my church. And then in high school, I was big in show choir. And then when I went to college, I went to Ball State University and, um, a girlfriend at that time I was dating, she said, Hey, we're looking for guys to come um, be partners in a ballet class. So I went and I helped her out and I just, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. And I started dancing, um, that year. Um, and so I was 19 at the time. So I started my first official dance class was at 19.
0: Ah, wow, That's kind of old for dancers. Most people start quite young.
1: It is. It is. It's kind of funny though, because if, um, for guys, this is a kind of a common story because guys start later, um, for girls, obviously no, most of them have started when they're like one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it's a little different yeah, for guys. Um, but after that year of dancing at ball state, I loved the school, but it wasn't, um, I knew that if I was going to be pushed, I really needed to get into a better program. So I auditioned for New York University's Tisch School of the Arts and I got in. I was one of 18 to get in throughout the country.
0: And that's only on your second year of dancing? It was. Wow.
1: It was. Yeah. It was incredible. I was, um, I was surprised myself. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was excited. was to show and, up
0: everybody else in that program. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it was great. It was a very exciting thing. Um, I mean, that year I trained at Ball State University, I, I threw myself into it and I was dancing every day, um, seven days a week for hours on end. So um, I just really, I got pushed very quickly. And after auditioning for New York University and getting in, um, of course, that program is just Non-stop, 24-7. So um, I got amazing training from those awesome people there.
0: Nice. So thanks to a girlfriend. Yes. You found your life.
1: Yes, yes. Doing
0: that. I wow, forget really her
1: name, cool. but um, she was... <laughs> we
0: can't even thank her.
1: She was... Thank you for that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so you're, anyone who has dated Joel Slider and made him take a dance class, lots of people thank you for I
1: that. know you're out there.
0: <laughs> so yeah. what did you go to college to do. Did you have a major planned?
1: I did, yes. I actually started school as a music major.
0: Oh, I didn't even know you, what do you, for singing, for For playing instruments? For
1: singing, yes. Nice. Um, I actually do play some instruments too. Well, I shouldn't really say play. (laughs) I I used to play when I was a kid. I can still play the piano now. Um, I can sight read and I can read music. Um, But... For piano, I only know a couple songs. Um, I used to play the trumpet, I played the violin, and one summer I played the accordion, which which was a lot of fun.
0: It's really funny. We were just talking to Sean about him playing the accordion and how what? he doesn't really know how to play the accordion much cuz it's very different than the piano but he has played the accordion a couple times Cindy's oh never touched an accordion i had to buy an accordion <laughs> I don't know if as I've a prop online yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: funny enough my mom had actually entered me it was she was at the mall and there was a stand you know where you just drop your name into the a box or whatever uh-huh. and it was for free accordion lessons um, <laughs> That's how I won, and I went, and it was like a six-week program, and it, it, it was a lot of fun, actually.
0: <laughs> how so random.
1: I can't really play it now, of course, but for those six weeks, I, I, it was a lot of fun.
0: So, so do you own an accordion? I don't. Dang. When I Sydney don't. comes out, we could have been like, bring the accordion, it'll be like a show and tell. <laughs> I just want I, to touch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, mom and dad, if you are listening. <laughs> Love you.
0: I'm sure you I'm sure your parents know your mouth already. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> so excellent. So uh do you I haven't seen you play piano or do much singing or anything. Do you still do that when you're when I don't see you here all the time? Um I mean I have
1: uh, like with performing groups now, if there's ever um, a moment when Sean, the music director, is not around, um, I, I have helped out the kids. I've gotten on the piano and to help them with some of their notes and things like that. Um, but not really. I don't really sing or play anything anymore. So I've just completely focused on the choreography. And with our job being here in the conservatory, we obviously have a team do everything. So I don't need to do anything but the choreography. So
0: yeah, you have musical directors, right, right. All
1: Uh, all of them take over and we all have our section to do. So, Um, but it is nice to be able to, to, for instance, with performing groups, like I do, I pick out all of the music and I have to know what the keys are. And I have to know if we need to change a key to something. And, and that's good for me to know because it, it helps take some stress off of the music director if they're handed something that's ready to go,
0: plus it's easier to collaborate if you guys can speak the same language and know Absolutely. what you're talking about.
1: Absolutely, yes, for sure. And also, I, I do all of the cutting for the music myself. Um, so, you know, with music, you have to know how to cut music to do that. You can't just randomly cut two bars together. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so learning all of that in, in school first was it was helpful still to today.
0: Does uh when you graduated from Tish, what did what did you plan to What uh, what was the plan after that? Did you have a plan after that?
1: Well, first let me stop you because I didn't actually graduate. Oh, from, okay. I didn't. I just I went there for two terms and then I decided to move out here, um, to California. I didn't graduate because uh honestly I couldn't afford it. And it was just too much money and um, i was paying for it myself and i'm still paying for it today <laughs> so <laughs> Cindy
0: just paid off for grad school nice payments, Con- congratulations
1: yes. that's awesome um so yeah as i mean you guys know in this industry you don't need a degree no it's not necessary right. um, you need talent and as long as you have that then you're golden um do i wish i had my degree absolutely um just to have just to say i have but I am 37 years old and I've never needed it. So it's, yeah. it's worked out.
0: Well, like I have a bachelor's and Cindy has her master's, but it's not like she's making a ton more money or anything over me. So it just depends on what you want to do and how you want to get there. And
1: Absolutely. You don't
0: really, yeah, you don't need it. If you know how to dance and you can teach kids how to dance then and, and you're willing to take the time and energy to do it.
1: Right, right, absolutely. And, for instance, with this job being the – co-director of the conservatory i didn't start in this position i definitely i worked my way up mm-hmm. and so and that's how in this business that's how most people do it anyway it's not hey you have a master's degree so we'll hire you yeah no it's more based on what they've seen you do and then you get to work your way into it mm-hmm. so
0: or your resume you're like oh you've worked with a lot yes, of people we know you right, come highly right, recommended things right, like right, that
1: right so um, any kids listening, I strongly suggest still getting your degree. Um, always go strive for that. But um, it's not 100% necessary.
0: Yeah. Especially if it's really expensive and you can't afford it. Like, you don't need to exactly. kill yourself over it.
1: Exactly. Especially today with college tuition going through the roof. It's yeah. crazy. And
0: you were out of state, so that's even
1: right. more yes. expensive.
0: Yes. The joys of education.
1: <laughs> yes, of course.
0: So then you moved back here to California because you you were born out here, right?
1: I was actually, I was born in Ohio and then I moved from Ohio when I was two. Um, we moved to Arizona. I was there for seven years and then I moved here to LA for seven years. And then I moved to Indiana for seven years. It's a lot of sevens. That's a lot of sevens. <laughs> lot of seven. uh, <laughs> and then I moved to New York. And then I came back here. I always knew I would come back to L.A. L.A.'s my home. It's the best place in the world. And I love this. I love the weather. Obviously, it's the best. Um, I do kind of miss the snow. I like the weather changes. um, But here I can go visit the snow, like up in Big Bear for a day and then say bye bye. Yeah. And I can go home. I got my
0: fill back down to the warmer weather.
1: Right, right, right. So I just always knew this was my um, place to live forever
0: what what it, what was your focus in dance? you said you took a ballet class first with with the the then girlfriend was ballet your focus for a while or did you kind of quickly move into another another genre
1: right so so yeah so I started in ballet and um they I, I quickly jumped into into their program that um fall and it was a set set schedule of classes from ballet, modern jazz, um, and a uh, technique class. So it was kind oh, great. of great. So you kind
0: of got like everything,
1: right? Yeah. It was definitely a variety of classes that you had to take. It wasn't just ballet. Um, when I moved then to New York, um, Tisch school of the arts was very focused on ballet and modern, um, very modern technique. And of course, ballet, um, and I started taking, I actually started taking at different studios throughout the New York City and um, a, a bunch of what I would take as hip hop classes, which is my mm-hmm. favorite style now. Um, I loved ballet and I loved modern, um, but hip hop was always um, a way that I felt was my most expressive to me. And now teaching it, that's the style I teach. Um, I just, it, it's... I like doing it the best because it's most creative for me.
0: But do you think you... is what you connect to.
1: Right, right.
0: Do you think it's good for all the people who want to go into hip-hop to take ballet and the other ones to learn all those techniques? Or can you just jump into going straight into hip-hop?
1: Absolutely, 100%. If you're going to be a dancer in today's world, you have to take all styles. You have to be proficient in many styles, ballet, modern, jazz, uh, hip-hop, tap... Um, most people nowadays for shows, TV, whatever it is, you also have to sing and you also have to act. So you today you truly do have to be a triple threat. And so a, a triple threat means for dance, all styles, not just one style.
0: You also have to learn the language. I know I don't understand when <laughs> when you're you know talking to the kids during a show and you're like, okay, do this, this and that. And they all get it. And I'm like don't know what you right. just
1: said and prep pirouette like
0: i'm like pirouette i got that otherwise yeah good. that's
1: one point that's good good job like,
0: see, <laughs> Thank you, you know
1: you know some things I i'm sure there's a lot of enough. tech words that i have no clue i've you've heard you've said some things i'm like what what is that <laughs> it's great so we learn from each other
0: yeah it's, it's always a learning experience
1: yes absolutely uh,
0: so now you teach, uh, did you want to go into teaching kids or did it just kind of happen and and now you do it or how did you get into teaching and choreographing the kids?
1: So funny enough, so like I said, I didn't really take a an actual dance class until I was 19, but I did choreograph my first uh, piece in high school at, <laughs> when I was 18. So I actually choreographed before I even took a dance class. Um, it was just for my high school show choir. So, you you know, that's not – you don't super dance in show choir. No. Um,
0: step this way, step this way, right, raise right, your right, hand, right, to get right, on
1: a box. Right. So – um but I remember that I loved it. I remember teaching, coming up with the choreography and then teaching them. I just – from that moment, it was something that I really liked. And then so after I started um taking actual dance classes – um, I always knew that I don't know. Yes, it's always been in the back of my head to teach. Um, and then I um, I worked with several show choirs throughout Indiana. Um, that um, what am I trying to say? I worked with several high school show choirs, um, and and I I loved it. It was just something I loved working with the kids. I loved creating. I loved. Um, making a show come to life. And I loved um, being able to help kids express something through movement. Um, and so really I've been choreographing since I was 18, which is almost 20 years next year. And it's never been old. It's never gotten old. It's always, always something new.
0: I guess it's a cool thing. Like, cause there's always new songs coming out. And even if it's an old song, there's new moves or a new feeling or a new, a uh, way to express that song.
1: Absolutely. Which is exactly one of the things I love to do is try to create something new to something old. So for instance, like if it's a show that like, if it's guys and dolls musical, like many people have a vision of what that should look like, but why not take it somewhere else? Why not give them something fresh and different choreographically um to, to, create new rather than just sing something or repeating something from the old.
0: Yeah. You're already stuck with the music. So might right. as well do something new. Right. With exactly.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: do, you, how do you, how do you get the idea of like, I listen to a song and I hear a song when you hear a song, do you see dance moves and fluid and movement and then create off of that? Like, how do you get the idea of a choreographed number?
1: Um. Usually, I will go and I have a room, um, an extra bedroom in my house, and that's set aside for choreography. Uh, I put walls up on one of the. I put mirrors. Up. <laughs> I was like, you put walls up on. I put mirrors up on one of the walls, and I'll go in there and I'll turn on the music and I'll listen to it. I'll usually map out the song, like. Chorus one, there's verse, then chorus, um, map it out and usually count it out. So like, I know I have four counts of eight here, 16 counts of eight here. So everything's mapped out and then I create and put a bunch of different pieces together. Um, so like, I know that if I need a, if chorus one, I don't, I don't like to repeat a lot of things, but I like it, everything to be cohesive. So if chorus one looks like this, I will, Make chorus two be similar, but add different things to it to make it different. Um, so really it's just, it's just like a, a painter. A painter starts with a blank piece of paper, um, and they just start painting. They just start drawing. Um, and then sometimes, sometimes they have an idea, of course, but sometimes they just start going. And, and that's kind of what I do. I just start moving and it, it builds on itself.
0: So do, you- then how do you, if you did something how do you remember what you did like you do you record it you have a way yeah, to that's take what I, notes that's what i was gonna ask do you do you take notes do you write it down or is it all recorded
1: yeah so all choreographers have there's a bunch of different ways to do it i i particularly love to record myself doing it um i don't like to mm-hmm. write it down because uh, sometimes you'll write something down and you'll be like what is that what did I, yeah how do you feel sure. like right. and
0: your left hand, left hand here up, right right
1: it's it's just easier especially now with today's technology i just take my phone i'll prop it up and i'll just record myself and and then boom it's right there i don't have to worry about it
0: and then you go back and look at it and be like oh i like this i didn't like this and then you get a final piece and memorize that and then you show go in and teach the kids off of that
1: so no actually when i re- i don't record anything until it's finalized. So I'll work on something, I'll work on a song, Um, I will, yes, I'll make changes, a bunch here and there, and then when I'm done and I have what I like, then I record it. Um, So I do, at the time I'm working on it, I do have to remember everything that I'm working on, Um, I don't write anything down then. So I, I actually, I could, there, there have been some times where I have been working on something and I did a course and I moved on to something else. And then I come back to the course. and I'm like, oh, what did I do? Yeah, that's it's, what I would do. <laughs> I, I sometimes forget. But that was now after, after 20 years, you just get used to remembering what you've done. And so now it doesn't, it, it's pretty easy to remember my own stuff. And then so I can just wait until the very end to record it.
0: Do you, so when you hear songs, Like, if you're listening to a musical that you did three years ago, do you kind of feel the moves while you're listening to that song? Uh, Or does it kind of come and go because you've done so many?
1: It definitely comes and goes. Like, definitely, I am a, I can hardly remember my, I never remember my own stuff after I've done it. Um, Like, I'll teach something to- So you kind of
0: pass it on and then forget it?
1: (laughs) Correct, Yes. And not so – I don't forget it in a sense of um, like I don't want to remember it. It's just I forget because I'm already on to the next, the next project. Um, you you guys all know how busy we are and yeah. how, many, how many things we have going on. I can't
0: on. remember when Sean was like, oh, yeah, we played accordion and Fiddler on the Roof. I was like, I don't have a single remember <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> we just did that show and i completely gone.
1: Right, like – you're wearing Legally Blonde sweatshirt. Like we just did that two summers ago. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that musical. I loved everything I personally did. I liked the visuals. If we were to say if we were going to do it next summer again, I would have no clue what I did. Like start over. I would from just scratch. start over, and that would be fine with me. I wouldn't want to recreate what I did then because that was that was then. And two three years, I'm a different person and. Um, I've created more since then. And so who knows where I I do a lot of times I'll take um, my choreography kind of comes in waves. Like maybe this month, my style is very like poppy and it's a little more sharp Um, that continues on for a while. And then sometimes it'll, it'll become more smooth. And it's definitely, I've noticed that I, I work, it's like wavy, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. um, it just builds on each other. And it's kind of like a big wave that rolls.
0: Well, I go through waves of, you know, I'm listening to jazz right now. I've listened to jazz on the car for the last couple of weeks or probably a couple months. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to jazz. And I go back to classical rock. Right. Or, I'm like, I feel like country today. So, yeah, just whatever you're feeling. And then it kind of sticks around for a while.
1: Right, exactly. And then, of course, you do have to remember who you're choreographing for. Um, because that does change, uh, how you're going to choreograph, um, not just age wise, but also like who you have as far as technique, uh, as far as levels, um, as far as age, as far as, um, maybe this group of kids, um, likes, likes more contemporary, more soft stuff, or whereas this group likes more hard hitting, more hip hoppy stuff, um, I, I do take that into consideration, but at the same time, it is my job to teach, so I like to make them get out of their comfort zone and do other things while still allowing them to do what they want to do.
0: Yeah, they have to like it so they want to
1: do it. Exactly, exactly. Um, I've al- I've always been, luckily I've always been someone who has, I mean, I've worked with kids for 20 years now, so obviously I love it. Um, I love to work with high school junior high that's my that's my golden spot of kids um the younger ones um like like anything under 10 is a completely different kind of person yes Um, it really it really is um i've worked with that age before but it's just it's it's just different it's a different world so for most of my life i've been lucky enough to work with 10 to 18 and i've just i enjoy them i get along with them i work well with them um i mesh well with them maybe it's because i'm a kid myself and <laughs> that's great um i love <laughs> i love it and it's fun it's definitely and
0: like oh joel's class and all the kids yeah they, everyone they, loves keep, they
1: keep me young too so it helps it, it helps um myself
0: helps everybody right right so so what classes do you teach at the conservatory do you have different genres and different levels for the kids or do they is it just one class and you kind of go through all the different styles during that one class
1: yeah so as far as what we teach at the conservatory we have we teach ballet jazz contemporary um we have uh, musical theater we have tap in all of those genre genres, we do have different levels. Um, I personally teach, the only thing I'm teaching at the moment is our hip hop classes. Um, I teach an intermediate and an advanced class. Um, when I first started here, not as co-director, but as choreographer, choreographer. Um, I was teaching I was teaching seven classes at first. Um, and there, I was teaching a wow. jazz class, a musical video class, like a pop dance class. Uh, hip hop, I was teaching a jazz funk class. Um, so yes, there are definitely, we definitely teach levels. Um, and as far as hip hop goes, hip hop is a little different because um, as far as how I teach, every week we do something new. I always teach a different song. So I I usually never build um, each week. Some some teachers will take one routine and they'll work on it for like four weeks um i don't do that because i like the kids each week i like it to be something new so that they can they can um if each week something if it's new then it makes the kids work harder to remember choreography and it helps them in auditions and it helps them in their other classes the more they learn something new the easier it becomes to pick up things
0: Uh, The audition one makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about that. But for auditions, you don't get to practice. You get shown something and in five minutes, you're supposed to turn it around and present it. And
1: and perform it. Not even present, but perform. Like you can't even be thinking about it. You have to add everything else on top of it. So yeah, it definitely, I truly believe that it helps each week teaching something new because then it does make them the repetition of of learning new material each week helps them pick things up.
0: You have, besides teaching here, you have kids and both of them are in dance. Did you push them in dance? Did they naturally go into dance? Did they just, you're dancing all the time at home so it was just natural for them?
1: Uh, I'm pretty, I, I did. I definitely didn't push them. I would never push them into anything they didn't want to do. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if um, exactly it's called pushing really I mean, when they came out of the womb, I was a dancer. I mean, I am a dancer. So as soon as I would pick them up, I would make them dance. (laughs) Like I would hold them up and they couldn't even stand up. They were like wobbling and their head was... Oh, yeah. They couldn't even hold their head up. Um, But (laughs) I was still making them like move. And I did that like every time I would hold them. So I think I kind of had, you know, (laughs) I definitely gave them... I don't know. It made them yeah. Want nature to start versus moving. nurture. They <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but I then totally if...
0: do that with my niece. When I hold her, we like we'll listen to music. Last week it was Lion King and Elton John. But she likes to bounce, so I like bounce her to the music, and I like sway with the music, and I see her like head going back and forth. Yeah, you know, yes, we that's... sing Lion King together, and I just like bounce around to the yeah. rhythm of the music. I'm like, she... you're gonna be a music kid. <laughs> she that's... sings a lot at what six weeks.
1: <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
0: She's doing good
1: at six weeks, but. That's great. You gotta start up somewhere. Exactly. And that that will, that gives them a base of what is gonna come. It really does, I think. I mean, I would sit my kids down and I would take their arms and I would move them around. Like, I would do choreography on them. (laughs) I did a lot. And so my daughter, she's 11 now. um, She started dancing when she was three and she, she's on a competition dance team now she absolutely loves it like it's her life and uh yes i love that she does that and i do want to say yeah it's because of me it's my genes but um she found her love of it on her own so and then my son is he's six and he's taking hip-hop and he loves it too he 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 just loves anything though. Right now, so um.
0: <laughs> the pictures of him are so adorable. Though it is the first hip hop costume or outfit he had on, he was so cute.
1: Yeah, he's he definitely he loves it. He had a great time on stage. Um, we'll we'll see what happens though.
0: <laughs> but it, it gives us something to do now, and you know, right? They've...
1: Absolutely, they they both play sports too. So um, I like to throw them into everything, and then see where see where they lie.
0: Yeah, it's good to get a well-rounded
1: experience on it. Right. Uh,
0: So Trinity, your daughter, is in a competition team, and we have performing groups here. What what are performing groups for people who don't know what that is?
1: Yeah, so performing groups are uh, basically kind of like a show choir. They sing and they dance. Um, Our performing groups definitely dance way more than a normal show choir. Um, We don't compete. We, we put on shows, two main stage shows a year, and then we perform throughout the community at um, hospitals and Knott's Berry Farm and Disneyland. Um, the performing groups really are a good training ground for musicals, honestly, because what we do is, like a musical, when you have a song, when when you break into song, they are dancing and singing. Mm-hmm. So the, the performing groups are basically a musical without the acting. Sort of.
0: Yeah, the acting, not acting in between songs, it's acting while singing. In
1: correct, 18. yes, yes. Because there's no lines and there's no, that that part of the um, acting is not there. But in all of the dances, they definitely still act because um, they are putting on a show and they're acting what the words are. Whereas in competition dance, it's all about being precise and, everyone's foot has to be in the exact same place and their hair has to be perfect. Um, Whereas I'm, I like my kids to be a little different. I want them all to be, if one foot is slightly off, then that's how that girl is going to perform that. And that's okay. Like they don't need to be, they don't need to be perfect. I want them to be themselves.
0: So did Did you choose to not go into the competitions or was that already established when you were hired that you're doing performing groups versus competitions?
1: Um, We actually – so actually my first year, three years ago, we did have a competition team.
0: Oh. (laughs) See, I forgot that too.
1: Right. It it was quick. (laughs) We only did it that year and it just wasn't – I personally really don't like competitions. I don't think – I mean, it's just a big cattle call where all these people show up. They all go on stage for a minute and then they all get a piece of plastic Yeah. Um, at the end. And there's no real excitement for the audience. Um, I mean, of course, yeah, you get to go see your kid perform and that's wonderful. But there's no show value. There's no value or, or performance value that, that everyone can see. Whereas with performing groups... You get to put on a show at the end and there's, I just feel like there's more, you get more out of it than competitions.
0: I agree. Do you think because of the focus, the focus of it, whereas when you're competing, everyone is so worried about what the judges will think and what the other groups are doing. And it, it, to me, like we did, um, Stacy and I did show choir one year in college, uh, high school. And I didn't like it because you're so worried about what, The other groups did or if they did the same number as you or this is the third time you've heard um you know this song in this competition and so you're not going to do as well and so it's not as fun like you said you're not enjoying it because all you're doing is judging everybody or, or worrying about it whereas when you just go up to perform to perform you're not you're not judging yourself against another group
1: exactly no i mean you said it that was perfectly said um with performing groups not competing they just get to have fun period and and learn they get to train um all in a great environment um and not have to worry about what what everyone thinks of them other than um just having a good time <laughs> so right. it's just a better environment for the kids to be in personally i think
0: yeah and i think of, like the performing groups you've raised the uh the enrollment like i know a couple years ago it was a little low and I feel like every semester every session that you guys have the performing group groups keep getting bigger and bigger and a lot more kids in them
1: yes they are which is fantastic um it makes my job a little harder cuz <laughs> that just means a little more work but luckily i love it so it's okay um but yeah that is i mean it's it's great for the conservatory that it keeps growing so kids they're having a good time so um. yeah, it's a good thing.
0: Uh, so for your show, she you said we do two shows, one at the end of each uh, session. Semester, right. Semester, yeah. Uh, how do you – you always put a theme to it, and you kind of have a plot through it, and you come up with the set designs and the ideas. How do you come up with that? Because songs don't all go together. It's not a musical. How do you get that flow and produce a whole show
1: Right, so I have a book that I've had for several years and whenever I I'm if I'm driving or I'm work or in the middle of work or um I'll come up with a thought of something that I I want to do in the future. Um I will write down in this book all of my ideas that I think are great and then at the when I'm getting ready for a show, I go back to that book and I see if there's anything that sparks um, my creation mode to um, to get going. Um, I also have, besides just ideas, I also have a huge list of songs that I personally love or that I know will be good on stage. Um, so, uh, so, I mean, sometimes the book helps. Sometimes I'll, literally, I'll be sleeping, I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, that's it, that's a perfect idea, And and I'll just start going from there. Usually, it could be a word. Like, for instance, last spring, um, our show was called Castle.
0: That's what I was just thinking. (laughs) Castle. And
1: and that could be a million things, right? Um, So, but it's a very, it's a broad idea that I then find songs that make sense together. And sometimes they don't make sense. Maybe they don't make perfect sense together. Um, But there is, if you sit back and really listen to the words, um, you definitely, there is a there's a theme and there's something that's going through um, going through the whole show. The kids, I sit down and explain it all to them so they know exactly. Again, it's like a musical. They, if they understand the story, it's easier for them to perform it and perfect what's going on. And then that by the end, when we're ready to perform, um, it's easier for the audience to see it because they're portraying what the story is.
0: Yeah, because they know they're building their characters and stuff within that right, storyline.
1: Right, right, which is exactly its perfect musical training. Do
0: you, you teach them new – how is that different than from the classes that you do, the performing groups different than classes? You say you teach – the classes have – like you teach them a new routine every time. How does that work with the performing groups?
1: So classes, um, like any studio, classes are are – built to work on their technique and to work on like for their turns and leaps and their flexibility. And as far as, as for me, for hip hop, I I'd look at it as their ability to pick up choreography. Um, whereas performing groups, then um, we take all of that technique and we, um, we apply that technique onto the choreography. That's that, that I create for them. Um, so, the classes help my ability to be able to um, know what level that the kids can handle. Um, I also, we, again, they dance, they're very dance heavy. Um, they definitely dance a lot, like just like a competition team. Um, they, several of their routines, they're dancing as much as a competition team and they're singing. So it's, to me, it's twice as hard because they're doing two things. Yeah,
0: you got to learn how to breathe and sing Absolutely. through the
1: dancing. And that's fun because I love – Some sometimes they have a problem singing. So I, I'll make them run the entire song and sing, like oh. run in a circle. It's great. They love me for that. <laughs> I bet they do. It's wonderful. Um, but it's a good technique to make – to work to get their lungs ready for how much they have to dance and sing.
0: Yeah, I definitely couldn't do that. I took <laughs> you. Oh,
1: we should do a staff dance one day.
0: You did that with the gala, and, or there was something we did, and I signed up for oh, one the class with you, class. the mom hip hop class. Yes. I'm not a mom, but Joel's like, come do the class. And oh my God, I stepped on my feet constantly. <laughs> I couldn't she do anything. Great. Don't oh, listen that's to it.
1: <laughs> I have video proof.
0: Oh, don't show that to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> or the show choir stuff that Sydney mentioned earlier. Yeah, there were some moms in there who, you know, were cheerleaders and stuff. They were doing great, and I'm over there on this side, like huffing and puffing and tripping over my own feet. And <laughs> she did great. That was a fun <laughs> class,
1: actually. We should do it again.
0: It was it was pretty entertaining. And then he's like, "Who wants to do it solo?" <laughs> there
1: Good were job. a couple moms. That you didn't did
0: volunteer? It. No. <laughs> I think I did it in a group of like two or three.
1: Are you? Have you danced, Cindy?
0: No, I, I, it scares me. (laughs) It it, it used to scare me a lot. Um, My husband really liked dancing, and uh, I guess he used to go out dancing all the time to and clubs and stuff. So when we first met, he kept saying, "You know, let's go dancing, let's go dancing." I'm like, "No, really, I'm not good at it." And he was like, "No, everyone's good at it. Come dancing." So I finally let him convince me once to go dancing, and uh, he never asked me to go again. So I don't think it worked very well. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we, Matt doesn't – we, do we did doesn't... a first dance, which, you know, for, at, at our the wedding. wedding. But, um, but I do have to say, I, so I've been doing these dance exercise videos for like five months now. Not consistently, but, you know, sometimes I'll do them for a few weeks at a time. And um, I'm getting pretty proud of myself. I just did one the other day for the first time all the way through and I didn't have to like pause it and rewind it 20 times. I was so <laughs> nice. excited by the end of it because I was like, I feel like I'm making progress after, you know, I think I've, I started it in like September. So I'm like, I think I'm I I'm, think I'm getting it. I'm not tripping over myself or like completely frustrated because I can't move my feet that fast. Well, so yeah. it's definitely something you need to practice and, and learn. You know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Congratulations, by the way. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> Thank
0: you. I'm, I'm going to make Stacey do it when I come out. So here's yeah, a prep, we'll Stacey. There's these awesome dances I'm going to teach you when I come out. Doggy Tin would love Then you
1: love can go it. show Joel. Yes, I would love yes. to see it. I can't wait. Um, that's a good point. I mean, it, it really is. Dance is a it's a repetition thing. Um, not all people, well, not all people have rhythm. and so that's the most important part of dance is that you have to have rhythm so you can feel the music and and you can hear the beat um, to be able to know how to step or when to step really Um, a lot of
0: that's why I would get so frustrated because I could feel the music and you know as a stage manager especially for opera I feel when to call the cues I can feel the music I can feel when to to call scene changes Um, I've had a lot of lighting designers even tell me that they love how I call cues cause I can just feel it. So I was like, if I could feel it, why can I not get my body to coordinate with the rest of me? Like in my head I can dance and I just couldn't get my body to like actually make that happen until I physically was forcing myself to do it, you know, 30 to 45 minutes every day, weeks on end. Until I finally got my, my feet and my arms to like figure out what the hell my mind was telling it to do.
1: Right, and so it definitely I be- did not come naturally. I believe that you could be a dancer though, because of how you call cues. You 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 feel the music, and you yeah. can hear it. So I believe I'm a big believer in rhythm. Is it if you have rhythm, you can be taught how to dance. You might not be the best dancer in, in the world, but you can be taught how to dance if you can feel the music. So a good start of learning how to dance is. Calling cues. I mean, you know how to. It's true.
0: Everyone should be a stage manager. That's right. We'll see how that goes around here. (laughs) Uh, So, Joel, is there a? uh, Well, I can't say is there a song you want to choreograph because you'll just do it. Is there a musical or some kind of play that you haven't choreographed that you really want to do? You get to choose the musicals around here too. So,
1: yeah. Um I would love to do um I don't know if I want to say that cuz we're trying to get it.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Forget it. We'll yeah, just cut that question out cuz you're in the middle is, of choosing seasons right now. Yes,
1: there is what I really want to do and it's possible that we might be doing it. So
0: Okay. So anyone listening, stand by. Yes, yeah,
1: so stand by. Hopefully Summer of 2019, we'll be doing exactly what I'm thinking about right now.
0: <laughs> and I'll be posting lots of pictures on Instagram of backstage people getting ready for stuff.
1: <laughs> um, honestly, though, I was, I was really excited to do Legally Blonde. Um, that, was, that was a fun show. I loved the music. There's a lot of different styles of, in that show. So it was exciting to, um, to be able to teach the kids different kinds of dance with each song like Irish dancing and there was oh, a hip-hop yeah. section and there was some ballet. Like there was just different uh, – it was a variety of, of genres of dance. Um, whereas if you have a show like uh, High School Musical, it's just all pop music. It's
0: all the same. And so
1: that's – it's still fun and I still love that. But it's better for the audience if they get to see different different things rather than the same thing throughout the whole show. So – um Legally Blonde was a great, it was a great musical.
0: How do you, when you do the performing groups, you kind of know the kids and build it towards that. But when you do a musical, it's kind of whoever comes out to audition and they may be cast because they look the part and all. How do you work on getting kids like that to dance who may not have much experience?
1: Yeah. So basically you just have to wait until auditions. Um, after you cast a show, then you know how you can choreograph it. Um, if, if you get a cast of 30 kids who are all wonderfully gifted in dance, then you can give them harder material. Um, if you get a cast that can't dance, then you just have to kind of, um, you know, you have to play with pictures and you have to do, um, easier, easier moves for them. But there are ways to make them move around on the stage to still make it look good. Um, That is one of my, I've been told that's one of my specialties is um, creating pictures on stage for people sometimes that don't have that high um, level of skill. Um, For instance, I've, like I said, I've worked with a lot of show choirs who I would, when I first started long time ago, many years ago, when I first started with show choirs, a lot of the um, judges who would judge our shows would always say, I gave them too much dance because as we know show choir sometimes it's just step touch and yeah, throw that's an arm up and basically what we did um but I tried to make it more I I actually tried to make it what performing groups are today which is great which is why I'm the happiest man alive cuz I'm exactly where I should be so it's <laughs> it's per, it's a perfect fit for me um but back then it was always I I was I was able to get kids who couldn't dance to dance. And that was always a really good feeling for, um, I don't know how many par- parents used to come up to me all the time saying, Oh, thank you. My kid couldn't dance at all. And now <laughs> they just love it. And they can't wait to go try a class out. So, um, so I'll get both of you dancing for sure. Like, this summer sometime we'll take a class.
0: Perfect. 20 coming out, come out again.
1: We'll, we'll make a well, I mean, I video. guess I
0: have to, but that leads me to the, uh, a question that I've been wondering, do you, so do you still take classes when you're not teaching do you still stay on top do you have like a favorite favorite studios do you bounce around do you like doing other people's choreography
1: um, before I took on the position of the co-director um, yes I would take classes elsewhere um, mm-hmm. and just a couple different studios throughout la um, that I liked um, now being the co-director my I'm here 24-7. You're a little busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just yeah. a little busy. So I really don't have time to do that anymore. Um, I highly suggest it, though. Um, it, it's just like, um, I don't know, like riding a bike. If you haven't done it in 10 years, most of the time you can still ride a bike. But you, as soon as you get back on it, you still have to uh find your balance yeah find your balance so same thing or or like a painter there's always a new maybe there's a new painting style that comes out that that a painter doesn't know about and so they can learn that new style and then create a mixture of their style with that style um so i i strongly believe that you should always continue to train and and then uh, obviously Kids nowadays are different than kids when we were kids. So they there might be a new style that they want to learn that I don't know about. Um, so that's another reason why it's good to go train at studios to um, learn what else is out there. But at the same time, that can kind of, be watched on TV. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a lot of videos that right, everyone's right. always watching. Right, right, right. So You kind of mentioned it, like when you lived in New York for the the few semesters you're at NYU, but there's so many dance studios and dance classes. And I work with a lot of Broadway dancers on benefit concerts. And they're even, you know, when they're on a Broadway show, they still constantly are going to dance classes, dance classes all over the city. Right. Just to stay on top of it or to learn or to, to do something new. And I just, the first time I remember hearing about that, I was like, but you have a job, you have a show. Why would you do that? And then I was like, well, this is really their passion. This is what they love to do they continue to do it, even if you already have a job, because this is what you love. And you just continually learn, like your mind's constantly learning a new routine. So uh, ab- I think it's
1: absolutely, I mean, just like, for instance, if you're trying to lose weight, um, you're going to start to change your habits, and you'll start eating healthy. Um, when you get to a certain goal, you're not going to stop, you're not going to all of a sudden, right. just eat whatever you want, you have to continue you set a new goal. Yeah, you set a new goal and you continue on a path of eating right and doing what's best for your body. Same thing for a dancer. You have to continue to train your body to, A, stay in shape, and, uh, B, stay in the just the proper frame of mind for learning choreography or creating choreography. Nice, yes, I think we're uh,
0: getting... Close to the hour mark, we try not to go too long. So, our final question, which you said you already had an answer for: Yes, do you have any twin stories?
1: Twin stories, yes, I do. I actually, um, my mother-in-law is a twin.
0: Oh, nice, and I, I don't know if I met your mother-in-law.
1: Uh, yeah, she's come to one or two of the shows, okay, so she kind of sneaks in and out. Um, but yeah, she is a twin and she had twins.
0: Are they fraternal or identical?
1: They're identical, both of them.
0: Interesting. Usually that doesn't ah. run in the family. Right,
1: I know. So it's very um, – and they're – I mean, they are identical. They <laughs> even talk, now
0: at older age, they – Even
1: now at an older age, they've even like uh, – they they'd Kill me if I say this, but they both like gained weight together and lost weight together. Yep. Like they both <laughs> – whenever one gains 20 pounds, the other one – gains 20 pounds it's just it's crazy how identical they are they sound exactly alike on the phone you cannot (laughs) tell them apart whatsoever um the sisters her my mother-in-law's daughters um they are identical as well and uh when you hold i mean you can't even tell them apart it's just insane the only thing that's different about them is that their personalities are completely different um they, they're completely different. Like, it's kind of scary how <laughs> different they are, but they look so much alike. Um, yeah. My mother-in-law, though, with her twin, they act... They say they don't act alike, but <laughs> they're like, yeah, okay. They are perfect. They're spitting image of each other in every single way possible.
0: <laughs> do they, live, do they close? live close? Do they live close? Do they live close to each other, or do, are they separate?
1: We actually live with, we live with my mother-in-law um, and uh, her twin is in Colorado. Oh, see, so, okay. they, so they don't. The sisters um, do live in the same city in Colorado as well. Um, but yeah, my, my mother-in-law, they, they live in different cities, but they're still are exactly alike.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I was wondering if, if they would be more like, because they saw each other on a regular basis or it's just. Uh what is it? It would be um nature I guess taking over at that point.
1: Right, right. Um nope, they're just they're just
0: They're just that identical.
1: They they're just that identical. <laughs> it's really kind of crazy cuz it's scary sometimes cuz they don't think they are but like, one will say something, and then a week later, the other one will say the exact same thing, and uh-huh. the exact same way, and yeah. same meaning, and just every, it's, it's, it's trippy sometimes. <laughs> Are you guys like that?
0: Yeah, sometimes. We, uh, they say when we're on the phone, it's hard to tell us apart, and when people first meet the other one, they're like, oh my god, you look alike, and then we laugh, and then they're like, oh my god, you laugh alike, and it's oh like, you laugh I'm like, oh, you sound like her. Well, yeah, we're twins. What do you think? <laughs> it's kind of what the genetics do, because we're identical, too. Uh, but yeah, it's it's funny to hear other people's stories, because we don't know many other twins. So
1: so now I have a question for you, because I'm kind of skepti- skeptical, skeptical Skeptic. about this. Um, so one time, she, my mother-in-law, she hurt her arm. And <laughs> so her twin called her and asked if she had hurt her arm because her arm was hurting that day. Uh So they both had the same exact pain, the same exact moment. And of course, my mother-in-law was telling me this. And I'm like, "Ah, okay, yeah, that's true. Have you guys ever had that experience?
0: I don't know if we've had the pain quite as much, but definitely if uh, she is going into tech week or is very stressed, uh, I will have to not do much. And not be stressed. Uh, She will listen to music. And then suddenly I'll get country in my head. And be like. (laughs) (laughs) We have the same music. There was a time. Was it in college? I used to get really, really bad headaches. And Stacey never has headaches. Yeah. And uh, there were a number of times where I was just like out. Because my head hurt so much. And she would call or text me and be like. Do you have a headache? Because I can't (laughs) function right now. Yeah. Uh, So it would affect. I don't yeah, think we've ever had that, like times. an arm hurt exactly the same time. Did you but feel I it was... when I broke my foot? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But yeah, I assume but I if there was a like a major where you were just like, can you stop having a headache right now because I need to work? <sighs> yeah, there's stuff to do. Yeah, see, that's
1: crazy. So maybe it's somewhat true then.
0: Yeah, I assume if there was either a major accident or something, that it would the other one would know fairly fast we haven't had a major right. accident but no yeah i always assume that too like i would know if for whatever reason you died which i don't expect to happen ever um There's but i assume that i would probably know together. right away yes yeah there would be some kind of sense of something something happened yeah
1: I'm gonna try tonight. I'm gonna poke her with a pen. And see if she feels <laughs> yeah. it in Colorado. Push
0: her down. The Call the other one. Her foot, and then see if I feel it. Yes. <laughs> not yes. me. His
1: mother-in-law. Oh. Okay. He can okay. try me. But... Or Stacy. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> turn turn the computer off and. <laughs> Don't watch. Do you feel this? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs>
0: joe would miss me if i wasn't around being absolutely like, what is your new idea for this dance show what crazy backdrop are we doing now
1: what can you do for me stacy stacy i need you to do this can you and she <laughs> always says yeah of course we'll figure it out
0: sure why not you want more smoke on stage sure. yes yes i do i love smoke <laughs> it's the best ever
1: um no stacy's amazing and we have we love her here at PVPA because she does so much for us. So. And I
0: get cool sweatshirts yep. <laughs> and jackets yes, and tur- shirts and I come hang out when I'm tired of my building.
1: <laughs> so I'm sure you're amazing too, Cindy, because you guys are twins and you're that's, um, alike. That's how it works. Yep.
0: That is how it works. And I could dance better right now.
1: Yeah, Ooh. you. it's very true. <laughs> we should have a dance battle. <laughs>
0: Which one's more awkward? <laughs> yeah, that, that, it, that's probably what it would turn into. Yeah. Who tripped over their feet the least amount of times today? <laughs>
1: that's fantastic.
0: she so will be like, Joel, please put the camera down. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't no need way. that recorded. <laughs>
1: no way, Stacey. You tape everything, so I will make sure. Yeah, I will to. definitely tape this. There's no way I couldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think she's a little obsessed right now. <laughs> I figured out Instagram. Everything's on Instagram now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is true.
1: It's a way to live. It's a way to share and save memories.
0: And tag everybody.
1: And tag everybody. <laughs> Instagram commercial.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for well, listening. Thank you, Joel, for for being our guest today. Absolutely. Podcast. Thank you very
1: much for having me.
0: And I will definitely tag it on Instagram when it comes out. <laughs> Find some pictures of you. I can't wait. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Thank you, Sandy. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more, visit our website at twinstalktheater.podbean.com. and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music. You can also interact with us on Facebook or Instagram at Twin Stock Theatre. Title music, Dance Macop is provided by Kevin MacLeod of IncomTech.com under Creative Commons License 3.0.